Hi everyone, welcome to Legal Talks by Desi Kanun. I am Suyash and I am excited to have started this show. On today's show, we will talk about the case of Southeastern Coalfields Limited and others versus S Kumar's Associates AKM joint venture. In this case, the court discussed whether a letter of intent executed between the parties to enter into a contract could be construed as binding or not. The brief facts of the case are that a works contract relating to excavation and mining was sought to be entered into between the appellant and the respondent in furtherance to which a letter of intent dated 5th of October 2009 was executed between the parties. Subsequently, on 28th of October 2009, the respondent got all its equipments and machineries at the work site and commenced its work. However, on 5th of December 2009, while performing the work, the truck-mounted drill machine of the respondent suffered a major breakdown and the work got suspended for reasons beyond the control of the respondent. The respondent sought three months' time for purchase of new machines, but on 9th of December 2009, a show-cause notice was issued by the appellant to the respondent alleging breach of contract. Thereafter, multiple correspondences and notices were exchanged between the parties and on 16th of July 2010, the appellant issued a notice to the respondent seeking compensation of around Rs 78 lakhs being the differential in the contract value between the respondent and the new contractor. This notice seeking compensation was challenged by the respondent before the High Court of Chhattisgarh. And the High Court of Chhattisgarh passed the impugned order dated 7th of November 2012, holding that there was no valid contract between the parties and only four feature of bid security was permitted. But the additional amount in award of contract to another contractor as compared to the respondent was held to be not recoverable. Hence, the appellant appealed against the order dated 7th of November 2012 before the Honorable Supreme Court. Firstly, the court observed that the letter of intent between the parties merely indicated the intention to enter into a contract with each other at a future point of time, and a letter of intent could be construed as binding only if such an unambiguous intention is evident from its terms. Secondly, the court noted that in the present case, the period of execution of contract was one year, whereas the respondent worked only for a month and no money was paid for the work already done. According to the court, the respondent clearly failed to comply with the obligations stipulated under the letter of intent. However, neither any performance security deposit was furnished by the respondent nor any formal work order was issued by the appellant in favor of the respondent. So whether there exists a valid contract or not in the present case remains doubtful. Thirdly, the court perused Clause 29.2 of the NIT, the notice inviting tender that stipulated that the notification of award will constitute the formation of the contract subject only to furnishing of the performance security or security deposit. The court also perused Clause 9 of the NIT that explained what constitutes a contract. According to Clause 9, the contract includes the NIT, the acceptance of the tender, the formal agreement to be executed between the parties, post-contractor furnishing all the documents and the bid security amount. 
Thus, only a letter of intent is not sufficient to be relied upon and the contract must be wholly executed in order to allege its breach. Therefore, upon cumulative consideration, the court was of the view that the High Court of Chhattisgarh was right in holding that the only thing that the appellant can do is to forfeit the bid security amount and refund the balance amount to the respondent. Any recovery of the differential value of the so-called contract awarded to the respondent and to the new contractor was held to be not recoverable. Hence, the appeal preferred by the appellant was dismissed. Those were the observations by the court. So, what are my concluding remarks? I concur with the interpretation of the Honorable Supreme Court that only in cases where a letter of intent mentions in unambiguous terms that it would be binding, can it be contended that there has been a breach of contract. A letter of intent is what it is. It merely signifies the intent of the parties to enter into an agreement and it is akin to an acceptance of an invitation to offer and not the offer itself. Hence, I hope you enjoyed listening to this show. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to like and subscribe us. And if you have any comments, please make them in the comments section. See you next time. Till then, stay tuned.